The theme for today's readings is the proclamation of the divine presence of the Holy Spirit. The origin of this promise can be traced to the Old Testament books of Jeremiah and Ezekiel. In the days of the prophets, God had promised to make a new covenant with his people. He promised to put the law within his chosen people. He promised to put a new human spirit with his people, to remove their hearts of stone and to give them a heart of flesh. The gospel of today tells us of the concern of Jesus for his church. Jesus is about to leave the world and return to his Father as he promises to send them the Holy Spirit. He tells them that he will not leave them orphaned, but his Spirit will be with the church until the end of time. Today's Gospel picks up where last Sunday left off. The context, once again, is the Last Supper. Jesus is preparing his disciples for his coming suffering and death, but also for his resurrection and ascension. But he promises them that even afterwards, he will remain with them, but in a very different way from now. He tells them clearly that he is the way, the truth, and the life. He explains that if they truly love him, they will keep his commandments. We note here that Jesus stresses on the important word, namely, my commandments. Jesus is not speaking of the traditional Ten Commandments or the other legal norms practiced by the Jews. The disciples are aware that they are still valid, but Jesus goes beyond them as he had explained to them in the Sermon on the Mount. He had told them that he was not here to do away with the Jewish law or the teachings of the prophets, but rather to fulfill their potential. Jesus calls the disciples to observe his commandment. Here he stresses on the word love, a word commonly used and yet is a difficult one to put into practice. Jesus says in the discourse that if we love him, we will keep his commands and fulfill all his wishes. To John, there is only one test of love, and that is obedience. It was by obedience that Jesus showed his love of God. And it is by our obedience we must show our love to Jesus. We see in the world varying expressions of love, such as the love between parents and children, between husband and wife, between friends, and even between different nations. Jesus explains to the disciples that God's love causes him to promise to give us another advocate. He uses the word another since he himself is also an advocate, and the other advocate will come and continue the work of Jesus. The word advocate is understood as an intercessor, defender, and a witness for the accused, a best friend and a comforter in distress. In general, the word refers to a person who comes to stand by us and protect us and give us support. The advocate who comes will be a counselor, a monitor, and a comforter. 
Jesus tells them that when the Advocate comes, whom he will send from the Father, he is the Spirit of Truth who comes from the Father. He will testify on behalf of Jesus. The Holy Spirit, the best gift in love that God can give, stands beside us, comforts us when we ask, helps us in difficult times, and speaks on our behalf when we are in struggle. Although people with no religious faith comfort one another, our fellowship with the Spirit is deeper and more awesome. That does not mean transforming speeches or great visions. The Holy Spirit is most often quieter and simpler and more available than people can believe. We must remember that all spiritual life, all holiness, comes from the Father through Jesus by the action of the Holy Spirit. From time to time, if we have the sensitivity to perceive it, we are aware of what is happening as we truly share the Spirit with one another. The words of Jesus in the conclusion of today's Gospel are, They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by my Father and I will love them and reveal myself to them. Through this declaration, we learn the condition that is required in order to share in the life of God. To partake of the life of God, we must also share in the love and obedience of Jesus that was manifested toward his Father during his earthly life. As I was preparing this week, for today's readings and the homily. I was thinking about my own mother, who's been in heaven for about 30 years, I guess. And of course, it's Mother's Day. And I was thinking of the reading, and I'll repeat this. The Holy Spirit, the best gift and love that God can give, stands beside us, comforts us when we ask, helps us in difficult times, and speaks on our behalf when we are struggling. As I contemplated that particular statement, it occurred to me that was my mother. A mother is a comforter. A mother's there when we struggle. She's there when we ask. She's there to help us. I still remember the time I was in third grade and I wanted to be an altar server and we had to learn Latin. Some of you remember what Latin is all about. But altar servers had to learn a lot of Latin phrases. And I was having a difficult time with that. And the nun who was teaching us said, if you don't learn it by the next couple days, you're not going to be an altar server. And I remember going home crying because I wanted to be an altar server so bad, but I couldn't learn my Latin. My mother sat down with me and taught me my Latin and I became an altar server. I've never forgotten that. But as I contemplated the Holy Spirit and what he offers us, I thought all of you mothers and grandmothers and every woman here who's had a child and raised children fits into that category. Much like the Holy Spirit, you're there to comfort, to guide, to teach, 
and to be there. And even though as a child there may have been times when I wanted to escape from that, I knew I couldn't because that's where my life was, that's where I got fed, and that's where my security was. But the unfortunate thing is, is we do have a spirit, an advocate in the Holy Spirit. Too many people ignore that wonderful gift that Jesus has given us, and they refuse to acknowledge the Holy Spirit. And it only takes a little bit to acknowledge the Holy Spirit. Start your early morning by getting your feet on the ground from bed and saying, I'm here, Lord. I'm here to do your will today. As simple as that. You've called on the Spirit to guide your day. And throughout the day, periodically remind yourself that you are Jesus' child by thanking him for what he has done for you or thanking him for the, the beautiful rain or the, the sunshine, or whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, don't forget to say, I may have not been a perfect Christian today, Lord. Forgive me, but I'll try harder tomorrow. But thank you for today. That's what it takes to believe in the Holy Spirit. And happy Mother's Day.